Hello and welcome once again to episode 62 of Code Completion. It's currently the holidays, so once again, uh, we'll be uh, recording a series of episodes uh, ahead of time, so that way we can have something to uh, have during the holidays as you relax from work. Uh, so my name once again is Dimitri, and I'm joined today by Spencer. Hey there. Uh, so today we wanted to go over 2021 and reflect on our favorite moments from a tech point of view. Yeah. Let's do so, it. So, go for I, it. What's I, your What's your favorite device that came out this year? Well, I think it's probably everyone's <laughs> favorite device in our space, which is the new M1 Max. Uh, both just the M1 Mac in general and the M1 Pro slash Max. I was going to ask you: Is it specifically the Max, or is it the Max <laughs> that came out with the Max, or is Look, it the I Pro do- Max? I think we're just excited about <laughs> Apple Silicon in general. I mean, I think everyone oh, was pretty impressed with just the m1 right and Mm -hmm. it's cool that that was even some uh, like it's kind of crazy that that was a little bit of a competitor even to you know the two twenty five hundred dollar macbook pros of the intel days and now we're getting the m1 pro and max and they're just crushing it and i was i was talking to my dad today we were out and i i was just like i have not had really any problems with this m1 max mac book pro since my work got it for me and it's just been rock solid and he's like so when are they going to buy you a new one i was like i honestly don't know because it's so rock solid that i can't foreseeably see that i will need a new mac for work in like the next year or two you know, I think it's going to be a little more than that, realistically, mm-hmm. when it gets to the point where the old, my old MacBook Pro was just like howling at me. It was super slow. Code wouldn't complete or anything. So uh, it's just nice to have a, a machine that finally will be faster than you and keep up with you. And so mm-hmm. I think that would be like my number one favorite kind of piece of tech uh, of 2021 for sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that as new versions of the OS come out, they don't, like, take it for granted that this is the new, like, speed floor. <laughs> so sure. they can go ahead and do, like, super crazy stuff from there. And then, like, two years later, our M1 Macs that are now, like, two generations behind are, like, super slow. I hope that's not ever going to be the case. Um, and I hope that Apple keeps a few Intel Macs around to remind them of like the reality of (laughs) what the floor should be so that way the the (laughs) apple silicon chips stay nice and quick um as a result of that so um well i i I think about it like um now that you know both the iphone and the mac is on apple silicon we're still supporting iphone 6s right Mm -hmm. or ios's so I, I think it's got a little bit more of a runway than Intel Max did, where, I mean, realistically, Intel Max didn't really improve much in, I mean, since 2015, maybe, 2014. Mm-hmm. From then to now, the last Intel Mac book, Intel MacBook specifically, you know, performance-wise, there wasn't... It's been very a, incremental. It's been incremental. It, yeah. No kind of giant leap like we've had with the M1 and the m1 processors family in general Mm -hmm. since you mentioned iphone um i guess i'll i'll bring up the next one that i really enjoy uh and that is macro mode on the iphone 13 pro it's only on the pros uh and the pro max i guess 
Uh, but there's no M1 Pro Max. Anyways, um, <laughs> naming aside, uh, I really love uh, the macro mode. It's super fun to play around with. And uh, the fact that it just like auto... A lot of people say they don't like the fact that it just like switches to the macro mode automatically. I'm kind of like a fan of that. Um, but if if you want to like force it, you can just go to the 0.5 mode and then zoom in afterwards. And that's basically what it's doing when you're in the 1x mode and it switches on you. Um, so I think I think that macro mode is super, super cool. Uh, small, like, anecdotal side, side note. Uh, today we were having lunch, and I felt like the back of my wisdom tooth felt a little sharp. So I'm like, what on earth happened? Uh, so I switched my phone over to video 0.5 <laughs> mode and, like, yanked that giant thing in my mouth. Uh, but since it was able to focus and since the li- you can only get the light to stay on when it's video, like if mm-hmm. you if you start a video. Um, but I was able to just like yank that thing into my mouth, which I have a big mouth, thankfully, um, because that thing is big. Uh, but I was able to get a nice video of my cracked tooth uh, and to verify oh. that I was not imagining myself biting myself in the back, like the back of my cheek right here. Uh, and I was actually biting myself uh, because there's a sharp edge of like a filling missing. Uh, so yay, yay for macro mode <laughs> for being able to help me self-diagnose that. Um, like weird human anatomy aside, I use it to take pictures of like bees on flowers and stuff, and I I I get enjoyment out of that. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I yeah, Dimitri's definitely shared uh, some of his macro photos from his garden, and they're they not from my awesome. teeth. I haven't shared any of those. Don't worry. No, yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't <laughs> want to see that. I, I, what I thought you were going to say is the iPhone Mini, but I, I think that actually came out last year. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I don't have no, one. I have the, a Pro, which I miss. Right, I miss the Mini know. form factor so much. You need the uh, that iPhone Macro that uh, Dana made. Exactly. Fantastic. Uh, one, well, I, well, one app icon. It's like yeah, it's smaller than the um, what was it? The iPod Nano. The last one that had the touch screen, it had like four apps on it at once or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll link the tweet. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think it's something that I haven't really used much just because I haven't got out. I mean, with COVID and everything, but uh, along with the cameras is uh, I think the potential uh, for like ProRes is super cool. Um, and having that on your phone, I mean, I haven't really, I really should look into um, some examples of, you know, how if you can really tell with the small sensor, the, the bit rate, you know, the hundreds of uh, megabit uh, per second bit rate, as opposed to the normal, I don't actually know what the normal bit rate on like 4k footage is or 1080p footage is. Um, it's around a hundred, megabits per second, I believe like hundred to 200 um, for normal or for ProRes for normal. Uh, oh. And then ProRes for 1080 is like 80 megabits. So if you multiply by four, that gives you your 4K number. Um, okay. That's yeah, that's at 10 bit, uh, four to two. Um, I don't know why I memorize these numbers. It's just something I worked with a lot. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I can uh, 80 megabits is ProRes at 1080, 24 frames a second. So I guess at 60, it's even more. No, you can't do 60, right? You can only do. Yeah, I think 30. it's only at 30. Yeah. For obvious anyway, reasons, just like stupid yes, amounts oh, of data. Yeah, but I love that uh, they're pushing the envelope of both, obviously of the Macs, but 
with the iPhone, it's getting more and more sort of in the realm of like actually a pro phone um, where mm -hmm. people can realistically have this this huge bitrate uh, video and probably take some great footage with it. Um, I would love to do more photography and definitely more video uh, than I do. It's just I, <laughs> I'm in my office most of the time and I don't have anything interesting to to take a video of. But when I you know go on a trip or something and I like to edit together just a small like reel of everywhere I've uh, we went and everything and that that's kind of fun for me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it would be really interesting to kind of see the difference between my old you know 4K footage on like my 11 Pro or whatever to you know, purposely putting it into ProRes mode and shooting with that to see if there's really any difference or anything. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, I think it's a I, cool progression. I think you'd most likely see it where like colors would band, like in the sky. Um, that would probably give you the most uh, detail if you were to edit that footage afterwards, like change the mm -hmm. color and stuff like that. Um, but I think that's a great habit to get into. Um, like any time you go anywhere, to spend a little bit of time right after the trip to kind of boil it down into something memorable that you can look at afterwards because yeah the memories are nice on the phone like when it reminds you it's like hey 10 years ago this is what you looked like um but <laughs> to actually have like a tangible thing that you edited and uh like purposely made um is really neat to then share with others even like mm -hmm. 10 years down the line you find if photos presents that to you, then you're going to share it because it's like a whole thing. Um, and everyone can, can, uh, have fun down memory lane at that point. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's just cool to, you know, uh, I, I really try not to like be in my phone a lot when I'm on a trip or something, but mm -hmm. definitely like, I remember we, we were going up this like tram up a mountain and it was just the, you know, you're, you're going up the side of a mountain in this hanging, uh box thing you know glass glass box and gondola gondola yeah and it's just cool you know just get get some shots where you are and don't let it distract you maybe from being in the moment there but uh you know just have have some like i was gonna say physical memory but have some you know uh short footage to be like oh i remember when we went there it's you know mm -hmm. that stuff's super cool and um yeah i don't know um i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> so what's the next thing on. that you're excited yeah. about um so just kind of going a little bit more broad from uh you know apple ios land is uh was like gpt3 and kind of the ai driven uh tools that people made like i not that it was was or is crazy good right now but like they made github copilot i think from that um some of the corridor videos are hilarious where they try to make um like movie scripts from gpt by just giving it sort of a prompt of maybe like a paragraph or something and coming up with a whole prompt for avatar 2 and stuff so <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's it's hilarious but it's so cool. Like we are, I think we're really on the precipice of like having AI actually be very kind of uh, useful in a more general sense, uh, mm -hmm. rather than it just being kind of something more specialized. It's pretty crazy what like GPT three can do. Um, so yeah, I I thought that was a really cool technology. 
Yeah, and people are using it for all sorts of um, innovative innovative tasks like GitHub, for instance, uh, using it for Copilot, where for a lot of boilerplate code, it will just guess what the right code is. Um, and sure, you need to have experience as a developer to know what's good, what to keep and what to throw out. Um, yeah. But uh, eventually, I can definitely see that as being becoming a more uh, an improved version of um, autocomplete, uh, where it can go mm-hmm. ahead and suggest to you ahead of time a smaller snippet that's more focused uh, to exactly what you're trying to do. Because most of the time, we're not really inventing new things; we're just kind of rehashing um, old ideas uh, and kind of placing them in a the same, oftentimes, or a different context. Uh, so a lot of that can really help. Um, now, oftentimes, like if you have boilerplate code, probably need a better API, and that's where that improves. So yeah, I, I think it's it's really great that these uh, AI technologies are starting to mo- uh, not modernize but uh, mature uh, into something that we can actually start to use. So something kind of along the lines of that is uh, Dimitri's got a cool app that um, he wants to to build, and I'm. I'm going to keep pestering him about it because I want it too, uh, <laughs> which is like being able to spin your own um, mail server up uh, just as like a Mac app. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, run on like a Mac mini or something and throw it in a closet. I guess if your closet has an Ethernet jack. Um, and Vince, uh, do, <laughs> do listen to the most recent uh, ATP episode. Uh, I don't know if you, Spencer, listened to it. but I haven't yet. Uh, no. Marco flooded his closet as a result of putting a Mac mini in it. Um, oh. So... Lots of fun to be heard there. So I, I do want to direct you to the latest episode of ATP. Uh, we All will right. put a link in the show notes. Uh, but yes, Marco flooded his closet by putting in a Mac Mini in there. I'll let you kind of try to figure out the sequence of events that can lead to that. It was very funny. Um, so highly recommended. But yeah, don't put don't put Mac Minis in closets. Okay, put your <laughs> Mac Mini in a well-ventilated area, maybe yes. just in your kitchen or something. But use it as a mail server. Um, and he was saying uh, another cool thing that he wanted to do was create a machine learning model just on the machine, on your machine itself, so it could mm-hmm. learn uh, what spam you get. And so it's not generalized, but it's specific to, you know, whoever has your email address, it can start to filter those out um, specific to you, which I thought was a super cool idea. Not that it's necessarily like, something that he could only do in 2021 uh, it was probably possible a couple of years ago but um just along the lines of ai and machine learning you know the possibilities for non sort of enterprise large scale data center solutions are becoming more possible and i think that's super cool mm-hmm, definitely so no promises i'm ever going to make this app that uh spencer <laughs> swears by uh but maybe one day it will it will materialize who knows um so another another Apple device, going back to Apple stuff, uh, another cool Apple device that uh, came out this year uh, are the super colorful iMacs, and I am in love with them still. Uh, every time I go to an Apple store and I see all the colors, I like want to collect them all kind of thing, uh, but I, I resist uh, through means that I'm not sure like how they exist, but that that prevents me from wanting to actually get all of them. Uh, because I already have an orange one, and I love that computer just because it is orange. Uh, so I am excited that Apple kind of revisited color um, in new and fun ways. 
and hopefully they'll they'll continue doing that right yeah for sure every time i see one of the new imax i just think of um the um i think yeah quinn from snazzy labs he has a video on the imac and he just picks it up with one hand like it it just weighs nothing it's just Mm -hmm. like this basically empty shell with a tiny little board and the display and just these huge holes for for the speakers and that's it Mm -hmm. like it's pretty cool uh just going back to apple silicon like the the envelope that they have that just the amount of I don't know, efficiency and just <laughs> literally everything that they've done better than, than Intel here, uh, you know, allows them to make these super light iMacs that don't need fans and are just, well, no, do they have fans? They do have fans. Oh, okay. Either way. They don't spin the Mac- up, but they do have fans. And the MacBook Air literally has no fan. It's, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So super cool. So- and yeah, I would love to see more devices with um with colors like that's something that the last couple of years have been great with the iphones is they've they've added you know blue and green colors to the iphones and it's been like finally so mm-hmm. good stuff so i want to get back to the imac uh because i have a little story to share but as okay. we were just talking about this uh, lynn sneaked in uh with a sticky note uh that i will show to our video friends here uh, and Lynn uh, did correctly mention uh, and remind me that I did end up buying all the colorful HomePod minis, uh, which is absolutely oh. true. Um, so on the topic of colorful things that don't cost a <laughs> million dollars, uh, yeah, make more colorful things, Apple, because they are fun to have. Um, fun. So the, the reason why I got the colorful uh, HomePod minis is because we have three bathrooms in our house and they are themed after the three Triforces in Zelda. So we have a red one for the Triforce of Power, a green one for the Triforce of Courage, and a blue one for the (laughs) Triforce of Wisdom. Uh, And like the whole bathroom is themed in that color uh, scheme. Uh, So although there isn't a green HomePod Mini, and although the red HomePod Mini is kind of orange, uh, we put the orange one in the the bathroom of Power and the blue one in the bathroom of Wisdom. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to be creative for the green one. Maybe yellow works. Maybe I wait till there's a green one. I don't know. But Apple, continue making colorful stuff. I will be happy <laughs> happy to get all the colors. Nice. I, I will admit, I don't know if I would want to use the Bathroom of Courage. That just sounds a little bit dangerous to me. So the Bathroom of Courage is where the kitten's poop box is. Um, ah, when I say kittens, yes. they're two years old. So the cat's poop box is. So you have to have courage to enter it. Um, and we recommend that no one use that. <laughs> that's awesome um so yeah uh the bathroom of power is the one with the bathtub because that's where ganon rehydrates um if you are keeping up with breath of the wild 2 speculation um and the bathroom of wisdom is one with the shower because that's where you get wisdom um the the shower shower thoughts thoughts. exactly (laughs) um so that whole thing aside uh back to the iMac uh so uh the iMac uh was destined to be like my living room computer because I didn't have a super uh, awesome laptop at the time. I just had a not so awesome laptop that I wanted to keep plugged in and never use. And I mostly used iMac Pro um, instead, which is in my office. So whenever we were in the living room, I couldn't really do any work. Um, And I didn't really want a separate laptop. Um, I just wanted like uh, to be able to do proper work on a big screen stuff. Uh, So I happily got the orange iMac for that. And we got a little C table. So if you don't know, a C table is one where it has like a leg, a back, and a table. 
Um, so that way it can go under a couch, for instance. Um, so I upgraded our seat table by putting like a super thin piece of uh, plywood uh, under the um, under the feet. Uh, and then I had a battery backup for the iMac. Um, so it was like its own little uh, table. There was the, the slip pads underneath, so it slides around really nicely. Um, it had a mat, keyboard, mouse, perfect little station that I could just like tuck in the corner or pull into um, as I would use at the couch while we we're like watching a movie or something. And I'm like not super paying attention to the movie, but I can still like tinker on stuff. Um, so super happy with that setup. Um, uh, about a week or two ago, we got a new couch um, because my side from sitting on it with a year or two of COVID weight has dented. So we wanted something a little more comfortable. Um and we got a new a new fancy couch for there, but my C table no longer fits in between the legs oh. because it's now like a sectional couch. Um uh so although it doesn't fit under the couch all nicely, like all the way under like uh it used to, it does uh still fit at the edge. Um and the, since the couch is higher up and like more sturdy, um I don't need like a bunch of pillows. <laughs> to like raise me up uh Uh, to the right height uh so it actually also works there but that's my little story with uh how my imac uh ended up in a slightly unfortunate but similar situation than it was i don't know if you you're still doing this but i think something that you mentioned like when you first got that imac and and started that setup was that the imac was like I don't know how to describe it, loose on the table. So you got this giant two-inch tungsten cube to weigh the iMac down so it wouldn't be as, like, loose or flimsy, I guess. So that was the motivation for the tungsten cube. <laughs> um, that's not where the tungsten cube, like, ended up permanently. Um, hmm. We ended up just using the those pull tabs, you know, the ones where you can, like, hang stuff and it's a piece of foam. Oh, with, yeah. Like, um stuff Velcro. on both ends and then you can just yeah. like pull pull it and it will like unrelease itself um yeah. so we use just four of those so just like glue the imac to the table oh, okay. um, and because it now has a uh, plywood base with a backup battery the bottom is like really have like bottom heavy now instead of top mm. heavy so the table no longer feels like it's just gonna topple over if you bump into it um gotcha. so the imac is now safe because as you mentioned it weighs like not very much. Nothing. Um, and it would slide around if it wasn't secured in some way. Um, but now I don't need a, like a counterweight, which is what the tungsten cube uh, was for um, from a purchasing point of view. Even though I, I love like how tangible it is. It's a, it's a really fun object to have uh, if you can ever convince one of your friends to buy one on your behalf because you don't need one twenty four seven. But it is fun to have no matter. what. <laughs> no matter what, uh, and to play with for uh, minutes on end. Um, but Tungsten did not come out in 2021. But what did come no. out in 2021 are AirTags. Yes, AirTags. I forgot. I forgot about AirTags. They're awesome. I have two. Uh, one on my keys and one in my wallet. Um, and they are fantastic. I have left my wallet. I I always have my keys with me. But I've left my wallet a couple times, and it saved me. So super nice to just have your phone know, hey, you left your AirTag. Uh, you know, you left your wallet uh, at your house or wherever. Um, and it works so much better than I was using um, tiles for maybe 
two years or so before AirTags came out, and they're just way more consistent, and um, I love them. I think they're great. Um, I just saw the other day that Apple's, um, I think it's Apple, uh, is like releasing an Android app mm-hmm. to make sure that um, on the Android side, the you know someone doesn't stash an AirTag on. You on can your identify and, it. Yeah, so that's cool as well. Mm-hmm. Good, I think, quality of life improvements and. My battery, I think, is still going strong. I don't actually know. I've not checked. Is there a way to check how much battery life you have left on your I think if you go into the Find My app, it will tell tell you. But it should also warn you when the battery is starting to get low. True. But yeah, mine mine haven't complained either. Like some people complained within like a week. And that is like obviously something something going on uh, if it got, if it used up all the juice that quickly. But yeah. Um, mine yeah. mine's still safe have the full battery icon so i'm i'm still going strong <laughs> they're gonna last forever um yeah. yeah we we initially bought uh like two of the four packs to both use for ourselves and then to give to uh family members notably we put one on each of our cats um inside of these little uh briefcases uh that attach the collars that uh lynn made which are super super cute um and this is so that way if our cats ever uh, get uh locked out or whatever or sneak out when we're not paying attention like we close the door on them uh and they wander we can eventually find them again um because cat like cats when they get lost they tend not to get lost super far uh they tend to still be in the area but they're like scared so they don't necessarily know how to get back to where you are um right. so that's that's an issue um that air tags have been great to um, help so my mom's cat for instance is an outdoor most of the day but not at night kind of cat um, and every night she wants to get them in so that way the coyotes don't eat them uh, because they have coyotes where they are and the the find my app is excellent for like finding where uh, the mm. cat is especially with the new phones because you can just kind of aim your phone and since cats generally are in the area they're just kind of like hiding because there's noise or whatever happening uh we can very quickly find him and uh like get his attention and then pick him up and bring him in um nice so that has does he worked. like does he like freak out when the when the noise plays or anything on the air tag a little bit um and yeah. i i mentioned to my mom like if you can just use the arrow arrow without the noise and go with that uh, he's not too afraid of the noise anymore, but I suggested to her, you should train him by playing the noise and immediately giving him a treat. Because oh. if he hears noise and associates that with treat, then he'll come home to get treat when he hears noise. Um, so that's my uh, big brain idea. Um, that's that's that a good idea. We haven't actually tried with any of our cats, so like I don't know if it works. Uh, from the minimal training that we've done with our two cats, where it's like paw and stand and sleep um, and sit, like that works uh, pretty on command. So I imagine if we, you can train a cat pretty easily to associate ding, 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 ding from the air tag with treat, and they will happily, happily uh, learn that. Yeah, run home for sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think that's a really unique use of air tags. Um, I've seen, you know, uh, kind of novel i i suppose uses for air tags like mailing them to yourself and kind of tracking the route and everything but mm-hmm. ultimately they're they're super consistent i think a huge part of that is 
I've not lost my wallet or my phone before. Uh, I've just left them home. But I think if I, I would love to see some like statistics on if people actually find whatever it is they've lost with an air tag as opposed to something like a tile where you've just got the network of everyone's iPhone, at least in, in the United States, many, many people have an iPhone. So it's going to update its location much more readily than if someone with an iPhone or an Android happens to have the tile app on in the background and is able to access that, you know, Bluetooth low energy signal with whatever limited amount of time they have to do that in the background. So, Mm -hmm. and uh, there, there are a few videos, um, and like tweet threads of people that have actually recovered stuff using, uh, air tags. And some people have like purposely left their bike out, uh, without the lock to see if someone would steal it. Um, and they were able to recover it after it did eventually get stolen. Um, thankfully like they had to try really, really hard to get someone to steal it. And people aren't just like, uh, thieves thieves by default and like for the most part it didn't get stolen for like several days in like normal areas so that was that was reassuring uh even if it was in a different country um but in some cases like i remember reading a thread and i'm never gonna find this so i won't link to it um twitter search is horrible uh but someone was was relaying how they had their bike stolen uh and they contacted the police and everything to kind of have them help them uh recover it because you don't want to like uh corner a thief by yourself yes uh, after they steal something like that's the number one way of like losing something more than the thing that gets stolen um but if you can have the police like come with you and get it back that usually works better uh and thankfully the thief sold it to um a bike store uh, and the the police were able to go ahead and have the help the person get their bike back without needing to buy it back. Like, here's proof that it is theirs and that it was stolen, and you were right. unfortunately part of a scam. And that's part of uh, like part of business, I guess, to be prepared for that. And if you don't know, there's business insurance. That's that is a thing that can help you offset a lot of those costs. Um, so don't feel bad when like a business needs to get, needs to lose something for you to get something that you uh, own. Like oftentimes a business will have business insurance that will cover them for um, all sorts of things. Um, like even people like shipping stuff, like they insure those mm. packages. Like don't worry, don't worry about them being feeling bad that uh, it got all ruined in the rain and stuff like that. That's on them to kind of make better for you. Um, but yeah, uh, recover your air tags responsibly. As always, I want to personally thank everyone for listening in, not just this week, but all of, uh, 2021. Um, it's been a fabulous year. Uh, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at code completion to know when new episodes get released and feel free to tweet at us. If there's ever a topic you'd like for us to dig into. Once again, I want to give my thanks to Spencer, who's at Spencer C. Curtis. That's S P E N C R C C U R T I S on Twitter for joining me this week. My name, once again, is Dimitri. You can find me at Dimitri Buñol. That's D-I-M-I-T-R-I-B-O-U-N-I-O-L. And not only will we see you all next week, we'll see you all next year in 2022. Hey. Bye. See you next year. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yes, Keaton. Oh, my goodness. You are fat. We got her a cat treadmill. And... Oh, yeah. The, the wheel? Yeah, the wheel. Um...
she does not care for it. No. But I got the other one to actually gallop on it. So Really? My new, yeah, like while holding a toy and like hoping my fingers don't get shredded as she's going 30 miles per hour on the wheel and yeah. <laughs> I'm holding the thing that's very short. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just like holding that and she's galloping like very, very fast. Sometimes she misses and flies away in a different direction, which is always fun. Um <laughs> But uh, my new tactic is get that one to be, like, so exercised up that she's hungrier and she can eat more of her share. Then the other one will have less tea. <laughs> ah, okay. Balance because it out. She, yeah, because Kitan usually, like, shoves sesame out of the way. Um, oh. <laughs> and, like, just eats her share as well. And that's why she's a fatso. 